Good evening, dear friends, and welcome to the Sunday night edition of Ambassadors of Christ for Sunday, August the 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Mike Keenan, along with my fellow brother in Christ, Mr. Anthony Florio. Good evening to you, sir. How are you tonight? Good evening to you too, sir. I'm blessed as always. How about yourself? Good. I'm doing all right. No complaints. Everything okay with the uh, the hurricane there, brother? Yep. Yep, same here. What hurricane? We didn't get any hardly anything. Yeah, right? We only got a little bit of rain. That's it. Praise the Lord. That's all I can say. What do you have for us tonight? For you tonight is a is a follow up message to uh, last Sunday. Um, you know we didn't we did not have a podcast on Thursday, so what we're going to do tonight is we're going to get into what our dear friend Pastor Carl Russo. Uh, you remember that sermon I sent you last week, Mike? Yeah, that was amazing. Always is, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to follow up on that here tonight. I got a message and a prayer for the question simply known as what does God require? That's the, that's the topic that Pastor Carr preached on last week. And I'm going to follow up on that right about now. So what does God require? Let's find out. Yep. Go ahead. All right. What does God expect of us as believers? It is common and tempting to believe that God's expectations for us are to live a life as free as possible from sin, avoiding doing any of the things that fall on your particular list of sins. The focus too often, too often times seems to be on what we don't do, but should it be? Now we will not dispute that as believers, we should avoid doing things that will bring discredit to the name of Christ that cause harm to others or that are self-centered. But we have also come to realize that we were to actually be able to live a life that was guiltless before the law, either man's or God's, that we would still fall short. In fact, we believe that what we do is more important than what we don't do. Even in the Old Testament, where the law reigns supreme, we find this remarkable passage. The Bible says in the book of Micah, chapter 6, verse 8, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God? What does God require of us not to obey the law, not to not to offer sacrifices, not to be sinless, act justly, love mercy and walk humbly before him? That is not a license to sin freely, but it is a challenge to make a difference in the world around us as children of God. Our first parable, I I have a few parables that we're going to share. The first one, the first bullet point rather, is the rich young man. In Luke 18, verses 18 to 23, we see a young man of wealth approach Jesus. What do I need to do to inherit eternal life? He asked Jesus. The response is to obey the commandments, which he affirms he has done. Then Jesus tells him something unexpected. Obeying the commandments is not enough. There is something else you need to do. Sell all you have, give it to the poor, and then follow me. And like many of us, it was too much for him. He was comfortable with his life. Surrendering all he had in order to follow Jesus around the country 
was just too much to ask. Walking humbly with Christ is not as easy as just following a set of rules. But how can we claim to be his disciple, it, disciples if we don't follow him? Bullet point number two, parable of the talents. In Matthew 25, 14 to 30, Jesus tells us a parable of three servants whose master left them with a sum of money and then went on a journey. At his return, he calls each of them in to give an account of their service. Interestingly, he did not ask them if they had been good servants and obeyed the rules. Instead, he wanted to know what they had done with, with what he had entrusted them with. Two had made good use of the resources given them and were rewarded. The third had done nothing with them and was cast out. What is it that makes the master, Jesus, happy? Using what he has entrusted using what he has entrusted us with in his kingdom's work. Next bullet point, parable of the sheep and goats. Following this, Jesus tells another parable, this time about Christ dividing people, like a shepherd divides the goats from the sheep. On one hand are the sheep, those who have seen a need and acted to meet that need. They are invited to partake of their inheritance in the kingdom. On the other hand are the goats, those who chose not to respond when they saw others in need. And they are cast out into eternal punishment. In neither case are they judged by adherence to a set of rules. The judgment is not based on sin avoidance. Rather, it is based on acting justly and loving mercy. Next bullet point, John and James. John reinforces the message of the above parable in his first epistle. If I see a brother, if I see a brother in need and I have the ability to meet that need but do not, then God's love does not dwell in me. Again, it is my actions here that are important, what I do rather than what I don't do. James gives us the same message as John. If I see a brother with a physical need and only offer encouraging words instead of meeting the need, then my faith is dead and useless. Faith, if not accompanied by action, is dead and useless. And our final bullet point, what does God require? So what does God require of us? He does expect that we will live a holy life, a life that is set apart for him. That does indeed mean that we put to death or let go of anything that would get in the way of being able to serve him, especially surrendering to our own selfish desires. But holiness is much more than that. It means that we are dedicated to his service. We become an instrument that he can use in accomplishing his purpose here. It means that we walk humbly before our Lord, responding to his purpose in our lives, making a difference in the world around us. Don't be satisfied with obeying the commands like the rich young man, and miss out on hearing, well done, good and faithful servant. Instead, use the resources the master has given you to honor him, and then enter into the master's happiness. Let us pray. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before the Lord with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul, as the Bible says in the book of Micah, chapter 6, verses 6 to 7? As we do each and every podcast, Steadfast and Righteous God, we come before you in prayer. Sometimes we come before you, sure of ourselves not in a way that is meant to be proud, but in the certainty of your presence in our lives and world. But at other times, we come uncertain about the circumstances that we find ourselves and the path we are to take. We wonder, like the prophet Micah, 
what would you have us do? What shall we offer that will please you? But you have revealed yourself to us in many ways. Your words, O God, are not hidden from us. Neither has your will for us been kept a secret. You have indeed told us what is good and all you require of us. As your word says in Micah 6 and 8, do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with you, God. And so we pray for justice. We lift up people who have been chased from their homes due to violence, famine, or persecution. We name as sin the injustice due to prejudices against race, age, gender, religion, sexual orientation, economic class, or nationality. We condemn the exploitation of the weak and the vulnerable. We seek your loving kindness, not only for ourselves, but also for all people. Teach us to remember the mercy we have received so that we may extend that mercy to others. We pray your presence and comfort on those who receive hate or cruelty, victims of sexual and other assault, the hungry in communities of plenty, the homeless, those suffering with mental illness, with no access to care, and for veterans who still struggle with war, even though they are home. We ask for humble hearts. May we have the eyes of Jesus to see the blessed and those in need of blessing. Give us patience to sit with those who mourn, peace to share with the anxious, gentleness to wrap around the sick, faithfulness in times of uncertainty. How shall we come before you, Lord? May we come with faith and an open heart so that we may go into this world or the world with justice, mercy, and humility, with a boldness that comes in the midst of your grace. We join our voices praying the prayer Jesus taught us using the words each of us find most familiar, our Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh my God. That was awesome. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you, brother. I'm, I'm, I very much appreciate that as always. And I love providing these follow-up messages to our dear friend's sermons. Absolutely. Well, that sounded great. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that, my friends. So one other order of business as always. And Mr. Keenan, we know what that is. Daily scripture of the day. Yes, sir. And it comes to us tonight from the book of James, chapter four. Chapter 4, verse 4, New King James. That's the book of James, chapter 4, verse New King James Version, and it reads as follows. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy. Hello? Yep. You're still here? Yep, I'm here. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Um if you want me to read that scripture again, I I I will. No, go ahead read it again. Okay. Um just want to make sure we're we're here. All right. Um James chapter Excuse me. James chapter 4 verse 4. Adulterers and adulteresses do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes him an enemy. Wow, that was amazing, too. Everything that you read tonight was amazing. 
Thanks, brother. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So um, that's all I have on my end this evening. So uh, if there's anything you want to share, feel free. Or if not, then we'll put the bow on it. Okay, we'll put the bow on it then. Alrighty. That will do it for this edition of Ambassadors of Christ. We want to thank you all very much for listening tonight. And please share these podcasts with your friends. Because without you, we couldn't be doing these podcasts without all of you. So please, share them out. Share this with your friends. I don't care if it's a stranger. Share it. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. That's, that, that's, that's been the message all along. That's been the message ever since we started this podcast. Well, it should be a, it should be a non-going thing now. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. And like, like Mr. Keenan said, not only share it, but also listen to it as well. Strongly encourage you all. So, all right. So, so with that being said, um, for, um, for everybody, this one, bye for now, dear friends, God bless. Have a blessed week. Stay safe for anybody who's been, who was affected by hurricane or tropical storm Henri. prayer for those, all those who were affected. We're with you. We're here. We're here with you. We're here for you. And hopefully this will give you some sense of comfort and and peace. And for all of you who who've been who are affected, we're thinking of you. And we pray that you'll be back up and running soon. We love you all. So with that, for everybody who has been a part of this one, bye for now, dear friends. God bless. Be good to each other. Have a blessed week. Thursday night for the Thursday edition of Ambassadors for Christ over on my anchor channel. You've been listening to the Sunday right here on Mike Keenan's anchor channel here on anchor.fm. As the Lake Part 12 used to say at the end of his shows, keep a song in your heart. While we here on Ambassadors for Christ also say, keep the word of God in your heart. And as our dear friends, I always like to say to their servants, nobody. No, nobody. Nobody. God bless you. Prayer. Okay, my friend. I'll talk to you again on Thursday night. But thank you. And have a blessed night. Amen, brother. My pleasure as always. And blessings and much love to you and everybody out there. Bye for now. Bye for now, brother.